obedience to God's voice is the key to promotion in life he said he will set you high above all nations say all say all nations but verse 15 Deuteronomy 28:15 Come to pass if you do not obey the voice of the Lord to observe carefully all his commandment and his status which I command you today that all these curses will come upon you and overtake you The reverse is that he said when you are disobedient to God curses will come unto you and no man to come unto you Cases. Obedience leads to promotion. Disobedience brings curses. What's a curse? A curse is something that, com- that, that comes to destroy you. It comes to finish you. Destroy your life. That's a curse. I hear with me. So any Christian that wants to experience God's promotion and favor must be obedient to God's voice. I'm going to tell you about a king that disobeyed God and that destroyed his life. First Samuel chapter 13. Saul was 30 years old when he became king and he reigned 42 years over Israel. Saul chose him 3,000 men of Israel, wherefore 2,000 were with Saul in Michmash and in, Be- in Mount Bethel and 1,000 were with Jonathan in Gibeah of Benjamin and the rest of the people he sent every man to his tent. Saul was a great king. I saw you. And he reigned in Israel for 40 and 2 years. Saul had sons. Three of them. Who would be next to him? The first one was Jonathan. They come from the tribe of Benjamin. And this king did something that made God angry. He disobeyed God big time. First one, the first disobedience. Verse 5. Then the Philistines gathered together to fight with Israel. 30,000 chariots and 6,000 horsemen and people as the sand which is at the seashore in multitude. And they came up and encamped in Mishmash to the east of Beth Aven. When the men of Israel saw that they were in danger, for the people were distressed, then the people hid in caves, in thickets, in rocks, in holes, and in pits. And some of the Hebrews crossed over the Jordan to the land of God and Gilead. As for Saul, he was still in Gilgal, and all the people followed him trembling. Then he waited seven days, are you here? According to the time set by Samuel. But Samuel did not come to Gilgal, and the people scattered from him. So Saul said, bring to me a burnt offering. Bring a burnt offering and peace offering here to me. And he offered the burnt offering. Now it happened as soon as he had finished presenting the burnt offering that Samuel came and Saul went out to meet him. And he met, he might greet him 
And Samuel said, what have you done? Saul said, when I saw that the people were scattered from me, and that you did not come within the days appointed, and that the Philistines gathered together at Michmash, then I said, the Philistines should now come down on me at Gilgal, and I will not make supplication to the Lord. Therefore, I felt compelled and offered a burnt offering. Verse 13. Look at verse 13. And Samuel said to Saul, Thou hast done foolishly. You have not kept the commandment of the Lord, your God, which he commanded you. For now would the Lord have established thy kingdom upon Israel forever. But now your kingdom shall not continue. The Lord had sought him a man after his own heart. And the Lord had commanded him to be captain over his people because you have not kept that which the Lord commanded thee. Hallelujah. Amen. King Saul was a great king. King of Israel. The first king. God has made him great. Been a king for 40 years and over. Then one day they were going to battle so the Philistine with the Philistine, the Philistines had come. And there were many as the sun and seashore. Thousands of chariots. And before Israel go to war, they sacrifice to the Lord a burnt offering. But that sacrifice is done by the priests or the prophets the king cannot do it because that is the command of God or the instruction of God but when king saw saw the people coming he said he felt compelled to sacrifice so they waited seven days and Samuel had not come. When Samuel had not shown up, King Saul went to the sacrifice. And he, he offered he went to the altar and offered the sacrifice. As soon as he finished, the prophet appeared. And he says, What have you done? Listen to his words. He says, You have done foolishly. You, are, what, you have been foolish for disobeying God. It is, it is foolishness to disobey God. Yes, say it. To, it is foolishness to disobey God. He says you have done foolishly. And listen. God would have established your kingdom forever. Your children would have been kings. But because of what you've done, the kingdom has been taken from you. And has been given to another person. Wow. He says, because of disobedience, you shall not be king anymore. The kingdom has been taken from you and given to somebody. The kingdom was taken from a great man and given to a 17-year-old boy because of disobedience. God, look, anytime you disobey God, it's like you are worshiping an idol. 
It is said, "Oh, some person, no." Any time you despise the command of God, it's like you are you are you are serving some charms or something. It is said, "Oh, some before no." Because God and His Word, they are one. God says you are the king. The priest or the prophet will offer the sacrifice. And then you, I will give you victory. But you are not supposed to go to the altar and perform the sacrifice. Just that. The man lost his kingdom. So you see how serious disobedience is. People who are supposed to be promoted and to become great, they disobey God and their lives are messed up. You know, God, God instructs us. There are people, God will, God will tell you, you will know. You see, you say, how did God tell me? Obi. No, within you. God says, be in church. Every Sunday, be in the presence. If you obey that instruction, God will bless you. Sometimes, by paying your tithes, certain problems that will come to certain people, you will be preserved because of obedience. Obedience is key to preservation. There was a missionary, there was a man who was in Congo, Zaire, and he was, he's a pastor, a missionary. And then he was in a house. They live in some kind of a forest. His son was playing outside. Ten years old. Was playing outside. The boy didn't see his father. But the boy had a voice. Like, John, lie down. John, from inside, from inside the, the room. John, lie down. Say, John, from. Lie down. From. And then immediately, the boy. Then he had another one. And John, crawl towards me. I said, John, we are Abraham and Then the boy. Was on the floor, crawling like a lizard. After some time, he said, "John, get up! John, sorry. Run quickly!" The boy ran, entered the house. When he was running, he turned. He saw one of the biggest snake, poisonous snakes, a big one, one on the tree. Okay, the see tree that he was playing under. So, assuming when his father said, Lie down. Uh, why should I lie down? Uh, that I mean, that from uh, what you cry, you are, you are troubling me. Why? But obedience preserved his life. You understand? So, you, sometimes you'll be asked to do certain things you don't need to ask questions why should I come to church why should I join the cell why should I do something in church should I join the choir why should I be in church all the time it's your preservation you say John lie down you say ah daddy why you know what 
the snake was ready to bite. And now will be the end. But the moment he heard his father's voice, he fell down. Crawl towards me. Now get up and run. It saved his life. That is how obedient life. I've told people in this church. I said, look, don't, don't miss a Chandi service. There was, there was one guy. Somebody poisoned him. We prayed for him. He was healed. And then he said, God told him that he was preserved because he was coming to church. And that God told him not to leave this church. You know what? He left the church. I told him, You said that God said he shouldn't. Do you know where that person is? He's dead. He died. When he left the church, he died. I'm talking about instruction. God's obedience. God said to him, he said, don't leave. You were preserved. The poison didn't work because Pray for you. Obedience will preserve you. Disobedience will destroy your life. You know what? I am afraid not to go to church on Sunday. The last time I didn't go to church, I almost died. Almost, almost 18 years ago. That I won't go to church. I heard being church. Look, God has blessed me by my coming here. To be a pastor here, to start a church here. It's been a great blessing to me. Because I obeyed, because there was nothing that looked like a church will work here. Do you think I have a picture that we're going to build a church? Nothing. I I was sleeping in uh, the western region, Seshi. Where? The, the hospital where I was working, the quarters, I was sleeping. Yeah, one and and then I heard a voice God telling me, Go back home to Kumase and go and be a pastor. Go and start the church, go and do the church. Do you know I have dreams? But obedience to God will. I said, I will set you a high, above, 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 above all nations, all nations. By my, my coming here, God has preserved my life. I've married two children, built a church. God has blessed. I don't struggle. I'm not a beggar. Obedience will bless you. But when you disobey God, ah, the snake is coming. Tell somebody the snake. Tell somebody the snake. The second part, the second disobedience of King Saul. Please, are you listening? First Samuel chapter 15, verse 10. Then came the word of the Lord unto Samuel, saying, it repented me that I have set Saul to be king. Listen to God. He said, 
He has regretted making sorkin. May God not regret blessing you. May God not regret making you beautiful. Giving you a gift. God gave you a gift of singing. See, you sing for the world. Some of the people who sing in in the, for the world, they started in church. When, when they were little, they were singing in church. Oh, yeah, I've seen most, most of them. When, when they are to sing in the church, how great is our God. Sing with me how great. They all know how to sing it. It's God. But for the love of the world, the, the pleasures, the lust of this world, they say, ah, no. It is unpopular to be a Christian, to sing in church. It is unpopular to sing in church. To just be in the choir, to be an usher, to work, to serve God. It doesn't look powerful. I'm telling you, that is where the blessing of God is. It repented me, First Samuel 15 11, that I have set up Saul to be king, for he turned back from following me and had not performed my commandments. And it grieved Samuel, and he cried unto the Lord all night. And when Samuel rose up early to meet Saul in the morning, it was told Samuel, saying, Saul came to Carmel, and behold, he set him up a place, and is gone about, and passed on, and gone down to Gilgal. And Samuel came to Saul, and Saul said unto him, Blessed be thou of the Lord, I have performed the commandment of the, of the Lord. And Saul said, What meanest then, then this bleating of the sheep in my ear and the lowing of the oxen which I hear? And Saul said, They have brought them from the Amalekites, for the people spared the best of the sheep and of the oxen to sacrifice unto the Lord your God. And the rest we have utterly destroyed. God gave Samuel an in, Saul an instruction. He told Saul, he said, Saul, I'm giving you something to go and do. He says, go and utterly destroy the Amalekites. Destroy everything that you will see. Kill all the human beings. Young and old. Kill all the animals. Burn all their cities. All their houses. Don't take even a pin out. So said, yes sir. But when Saul went, he killed the men. He left the king, their king, called Agag. And then the animals that he was to destroy, he looked at them, he chose the fat ones, the best ones. He said, ah, this one for soup. Why should I? Why should I destroy this one? This one we can 
we can we can eat it for one month. See, there are soldiers with me. They need food. We 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 need some food. So Saul preserved some of the best sheep and oxen. In the night, God spoke to Samuel the prophet. He said, it repented me that I made kings. Because anytime time I tell him to do something, he doesn't do it. Because this is an old age prophecy. In Deuteronomy 17, 14, that had come up into the language the Lord your God gives you. And you shall possess it. You shall draw in it. And you shall say, I will set a king over me. Like as all the nations that are about me. You shall in no wise set him king over thee. Whom the Lord your God shall choose. One from among you, brethren, shall you set king over thee. Thou may not set a stranger over thee, which is not thy brother. Listen, I'll, I'll get that. Sorry. God, to, when the children of Israel were returning from Egypt. They were in their millions. So when they were coming, the men were in front. The strong men were in front. But at their back, a certain nation attacked them. Called the Amalekites. They attacked Israel. And that and they killed the 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 weak ones and the young ones and stole their animals and God had vowed to destroy the Amalekites it took 400 years later when Saul became king and he says I God whatever I say I perform it I said, it's time to destroy the Amalekites. So you can saw, go and do that thing. Destroy all of them. But when Saul went there, killed men, the women, he left the king, he left the animals. And God said, how come this guy is always disobeying me? Anytime you disobey God, you are losing favor. To get your time, God will suck you. The first one, he offered an offering which he was not supposed to. Secondly, he did not fully obey the command of God. Watch this. Partial obedience to God is disobedience. If God tells you to do something and you obey part and you don't obey part is disobedient. He said, I have killed all of them. But I have left parts. Oh, God said, pay your tithes. He said, I receive 500 cities. Oh, meaning 5 million. A tithe of 500 is 50 cities, right? Make, make 50 cities. Make your 500,000. Let me pay two, two cities, 20, 25 cities. I mean, 250. God understands. It is difficult. It is partial obedience to God. It is disobedience. Come to church. Sorry. I've come. Do something in the church. As for me, I'll come to the church. 
But I won't, say, baby. Baby. I won't join any group. Oh, as for me, I will pray. But I will not read the Bible. It is partial obedience. And partial obedience is disobedience. Amen. Amen. So said, I have done part. And I have left part. God said, no. From that day, the kingdom departed from King Saul. The kingdom departed from King Saul. 1 Samuel 28, verse 15. Let's look at the end of Saul. In Saul's end, God refused to talk to him again. And that is distraction. When God decides not to instruct you again. Now you can't hear God's voice again. Some of you are done. You used to feel, you used to sense. Wake up and pray. God was talking to you. But after a week, oh, you you had that feeling. But you never woke up. A week you didn't do it. No, Two no, weeks you didn't. Now, no, you, you won't have the. It won't come. The voice won't come again. Anytime you obey God, you make room for God to speak to you more. If you have spiritual gifts, prophetic gifts. The gift, the gift of ministry. See, I don't want to in the church. Eh? I know, there, there are people I know if they can give their, their time to God. Some some time to God. God will use them mightily. But partial obedience. I'll come to church. But I don't want to do anything. I'll come to church on Sunday. But I can't come to church on Wednesday. I can't come for all night. In a week, I'll come to, in a month, I'll come twice. First Sunday of the month. Last Sunday of the month. I cannot do anything again. Pastor, don't trouble me with so many things. You are living in partial obedience. Half obedience. And it's not obedience. Adam, the first man. See, one thing you must know is that obedience or disobedience does not only affect you. Anytime you disobey, it affects your children. It affects people. Imagine, when God said I should start a church, if I had not obeyed, means most of you wouldn't have been in church. I know that some people in the only church they have attended in their life is here. But by obedience, you are here. Hallelujah. Have you seen this young man? Because I obeyed, he is preaching. So your obedience will make way for others. Romans chapter 5 verse 19. For as by one man's disobedience many were made sinners. One man's disobedience ten many so by the obedience of one 
shall many be made righteous. So the obedience of one man, I said the obedience of one man made many sinners. Your father, your father disobeyed God. Served an idol. Because of that, all the children served idols. And then destruction comes. But when a father obeys God, the Bible says, God said, I, For I know him, that's Abraham, that he will command his house after me. The obedience of one man, the obedience of one man made many righteous. We are the righteousness of God in Christ because of the obedience of Jesus Christ. As we read Philippians chapter 2 verse 5 says, let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus who being in the form of God thought it not robbery to be equal with God but made himself of no reputation and took upon himself the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of man and being found in fashion as a man he humbled himself and became obedient unto death even the death of the cross when Jesus became obedient Bible says wherefore God has highly exalted him giving him a name which is above every name that at the mention of the name Jesus every name of things in heaven of things on earth of things under the earth and every tongue shall confess to the what Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God. The the Father. Watch this. It doesn't end here. In Ephesians, the Bible says, God has made us to sit with Christ in heavenly places. So, not only Jesus was lifted or exalted, we too were promoted because of the man's obedience. So, one man's obedience led to the exaltation of many. And one man's disobedience led to the destruction of many. All the sins and the problems in this world came because of the disobedience of Adam. Adam So you see the consequences. You see how it is. See, sometimes I tell people you're coming to church it's not for you. Sometimes it's for your children. And your children's children. You don't know. As you obey God and you come to church. It is affecting your children and your children's children. Some of you, you used to come, you come to church and clean the church. You don't know. It is a blessing. Bishop Oyedepo, the man with the largest church in, in the world. His mother used to go and sweep in the church every time. And it, was, it is believed that the mother gave birth to him in the church. So in, the, in other words, the woman was pregnant and was still sweeping. Assuming your church has the big 
biggest church in the world. Now, as I'm talking, his church has 500,000 members. Now, Sunday morning. Now. How will her mother feel? The, the little obedience. Don't follow last. Don't follow your fleshly desire. The reason why God was angry with Saul was that the word Agag, the king of Amalekites. Amalekites means um, the flesh. Agag is a type of flesh. It's like last. Don't follow your flesh and be disobedient to God. Don't follow your flesh and be disobedient to the ways of God. To be carnally minded is death. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. to God's word. No, some, of the, some of the things I do, I don't do for myself. I'm looking at, I'm looking at my sons. What sort of person would they grow up to become? Oh, yes. A wise person always considers the future. God said, when you obey me, you see, Abraham obeyed God. Now, Israel is the greatest nation on earth. I told you last week Sunday. That last time during the online, I said ten percent of all the billionaires on earth they are from Israel. Ten percent. All the biggest law firms, all the biggest banks, all the biggest industries, shops, they all belong to Jews. Go to America. The Jews are the most prosperous. Because of the obedience of one man. God said, because you have obeyed me. I swear by myself. That in blessing I will bless you. Adam disobeyed God. Adam, he, said, he said, Adam listened to the voice of his wife. Adam, instead of the voice of God. God said, don't take it. His wife said, take it. And Adam took it. Adam, Bible said, made all men. He said, many became sins. What is God telling you? I tell, in my life, I realize that God speaks to every man. He speaks to you. If you listen, you will prosper. You will exhort you. May God bless you. May God bless you. May God bless you. May God lift you up high. Ah, Bible calls some people the children of disobedience. The children of disobedience. You can be a child of disobedience. No, do you know why God hated the Amalekites? And said they should destroy all of them. Because look, Amalekites were grand, they were the the descendants of Esau, the brother of Jacob. But in the Bible, there's only one person God said, He said, If Jacob have I loved Esau, have I hated? There's only one person in the Bible God said, 
because of disobedience hard heartedness despising righteous things hallelujah